ברוך חי ברוך הגבר, אשר יפתח בשם, והויו והויו אשר, והויו אשר יפתח הוי. ברוך חי ברוך הגבר, אשר יפתח בשם, והויו והויו אשר. Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. We have spent the last several weeks focusing on the bracha of Asher Yatsar, and while we could certainly spend many, many more weeks, months, and perhaps even years exploring this particular bracha, I would like to wrap up our conversation, at least for now, this morning, and I'd like to do so by reading to you several paragraphs from a book that I believe I was first exposed to at the age of 16 years old. At the time, a close friend introduced me to the book called If You Were God, written by Rabbi Aryeh Kaplan, Zuchon Levracha. And there is a section of that book that is called Meet the Real You. And he says as follows, Look at your hand. What do you see? A part of your body, an appendage made of bone and sinew covered with flesh and skin. It is filled with nerves, blood vessels, and lymph ducts, which run through it and connect it to your body, making it a part of you. You can open and close your hand. It obeys every command that your mind sends to it. It is yours, a part of you. But what are you? Who is the real you? What happens when you tell your hand to open and close? How does your mind will it to obey its commands? Now point a finger at yourself. If you are an average person, you will point a finger at your chest. You think of yourself as your body. But is your body the real you? And Rabbi Kaplan goes on to point out that each and every one of us think about ourselves primarily as being a person of flesh and blood. We see ourselves as physical beings, and we do not, quite as naturally and as intuitively, recognize and appreciate that we are, in fact, a composite. We are a hybrid. We are really a fusion of body and soul, of guf and neshama. And as we have tried, hopefully over the past several weeks, with a fair degree of success, we pointed out that even the bracha of Asher Yatsar, a bracha which is recited when we have an opportunity to reflect upon the marvels of our body, and we think about with gratitude and appreciation how our bodies function the way they should, when Baruch Hashem we are healthy and things are going the way they are designed to, even this bracha reminds us that it is not just about the body. I don't want to review everything that was said last Thursday, but remember the nakavim, the kavim, chalulim, chalulim. There are two parallel tracks that are going on. There's the body and there is the soul. And coming attractions, if you will, for next week, when we're going to begin to talk about the bracha of Elokai Neshama, the bracha of Elokai Neshama, which typically is recited after the bracha of Asher Yatsar, is sort of the twin bracha, because that will focus more exclusively on the soul. Although even, again, the bracha of Asher Yatsar, which is a focus on the body, incorporates reflections on the soul. Because, as Rabbi Kaplan points out over here, we do ourselves a great disservice if we think about ourselves exclusively through the prism of the physical or the spiritual. We really can appreciate our unique status in this world. That Adam, in particular, as opposed to all other creatures in the animal kingdom, are a combination of Afar min Adama, Vayipach biapav Nishmas Chaim a guf and a neshama, a body and a soul. Rav Shimon Schwab, in his commentary on the Siddur, when he talks about the Brach of Asher he reflects upon this tendency that we all have to think of ourselves either exclusively through the realm of body or soul. 
And the problem with that, says Rav Schwab, is that when we look at ourselves either as physical bodies or as spiritual souls, so two very unfortunate consequences happen at the same time. We see our bodies as being merely vessels for our souls, and we don't appreciate and understand that our bodies can actually be elevated and uplifted and could be used in a transcendent way. The other problem is that we look at our souls and the spiritual part of ourselves as being something which is so far removed from our everyday experience. We are, after all, physical beings. We have physical needs. We need to eat. We need to drink. We need to sleep. We need to rest. These are things that we need to do, and we can't go more than a few hours without tending to our physical needs. And so, therefore, we tend to ignore the very important part of ourselves, the spiritual part of ourselves, because it is not always as readily apparent that this is also a central part of our existence. And so therefore, if Schwab says what we should do is we should see ourselves in this world as being true hybrids, a combination of body and soul. He points out that there's a very strange event that is recorded towards the beginning of Sefer Shmuel Aleph in Perak Dalet, Hey Vav, at the time of the death of Elia Kohen, the Plishtim, had won a victory against the Jewish people. And at this time, the Aron HaKodesh was captured and was kept in the possession of the Plishtim for seven months. And the Navi tells us that when the Aron HaKodesh was in their possession, HaKadosh Baruch Hu afflicted the Plishtim with a plague. And the plague was the swelling of their lower bowel. And this resulted in hemorrhoids, which protruded from their bodies and the tissue of which subsequently decayed. And the Navi goes on to tell us that, that while they were asleep, mice would come and gnaw at the decaying matter. Needless to say, this was a particularly horrific magefa, terrible plague. The Plishtim, recognizing that this widespread epidemic was the result of their having taken the Arna Kodesh, so they decide to do what makes perfect sense, to return it. And they returned it to the Bnei Israel together with sort of an appeasement offering to the God of Israel. And this gift was so strange that were it not in Tanakh, it would be extremely distasteful to describe. It consisted of five golden molds of hemorrhoids and five golden mice, corresponding to the five molds of hemorrhoids. And these offerings, if you will, were placed in a box next to the Aron Kodesh and returned to the Bnei Yisrael. This is unbelievable. For those of us who have studied Navi, this may sound somewhat familiar. For those of us who didn't, obviously this sounds a little strange and bizarre if you've never heard this before. And amazingly, these gifts were not only accepted by Bnei Yisrael, but they were permanently placed in the Oron HaKodesh, where? In the Kodesh Kedashim. In fact, the Gemara in Masechus Yoma tells us that this box, which contained these objects, will be returned L'asid Lavo in the future, together with the other clay mikdash, the other temple vessels. According to one opinion, the original Sefer Torah, written by Moshe Rabbeinu, was placed on top of this box. So Roshua points out that our holiest object, the Sefer Torah, dictated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu and written by Moshe Rabbeinu, the source of the entire written Torah, which was kept in the holiest place on earth, the Kodesh Kedashim, rested on top of this box, which contained these most base objects. In the Kodesh Kedashim, a box which contained, again, golden molds of hemorrhoids and mice. This very unlikely combination of objects was permanently placed in the Kodesh Kedashim, our holiest place, says Rav Schwab, as an illustration of the makeup of the human being, a combination of pure Ruchnius, the Neshama, bound together with the mundane physical body. So the Kodesh Kedashim, 
the place on earth where man stands lifne kisei chavodecha, before your holy throne of glory, as we discussed last week, contains this unusual combination of holy vessels as a representation of the fascinating makeup of the human being, with each part having its unique purpose, testifies that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is maflilasos. And so therefore, as we conclude our discussion of the Bracha Vashiyatzar, and we prepare ourselves to sort of segue into our discussion of the Bracha Elokai Neshama, I encourage each and every one of us to remember every time we say this Bracha, that we are reflecting not only upon the greatness of our bodies, not only upon the wondrous, marvelous, miraculous systems that our body contains, which allow us to function Baruch Hashem in good health normally, it is also a reminder that we are most unique because we have a body and a soul. The Nekavim, Nekavim, Chalilim, Chalilim, these two parallel tracks. And if we could remember this so that we recognize that even our physical bodies, our bodies which on the surface may feel as if they are anything but sacred, they are completely mundane and material, they are, it is created literally Afar Min Adama, even these can be elevated and used in a transcendent way as we serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu, and our souls, while they may come from a Chelek Alokamimal, they may come from a far distant place, we should feel their proximity. We should recognize and appreciate that the Neshama Shenasatabi, again, little coming attractions for next week, the Neshama Shenasatabi is right here. It is something which is Shamur Bikirbi. It is something that is contained within me. It is very close. It is so close I can, I can almost touch it. That is the unique nature and status of every human being. And this, my friends, is part of the very powerful message of the Bracha of Asher Yatzai. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Bitkhu Hashem, Bitkhu Hashem, Adei 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 Adei